This is the Psyche of Success. Podcasting around the globe. Join us as we interview superstars in their respective fields and help you master the psychology of winning big in business and in life. Here's your host, author, speaker, and business coach, Jody Holland. Hey guys, Jody Holland here with... Brett Beitlett, y'all. We're going to be talking about the psychology of success in life. And one of the things we want to talk about today is personal productivity systems. How many people do you know that are just absolutely full of activity and get nothing done? Oh, my gosh. In the healthcare sector, I think it's a prerequisite sometimes. It very well could be a prerequisite. I don't think it's just healthcare, though. Um, when I've taught salespeople how to be successful at selling, one of the things that I noticed is from seven to eight, they drink coffee and read motivational stuff so they can get up and get going from eight to nine. They go hang out at the coffee shop so they can see that other people are doing stuff and talking and, and they don't talk to them. And then from nine to 10, they get their energy up and get amped up so that maybe they'll start making calls. And from 10 to 11, which is the most calls that anybody gets is from 10 to 11, they make calls, people don't answer, and they figure at 11, it's too close to lunch, so why would I want to keep pushing right now? And, and it's excuse after excuse right. after excuse. I don't care what you're doing, whether it's sales or leadership or uh, entrepreneurship or anything else. If you're not measuring your outcomes, you're not getting things done. Right. Exactly. So think about this. Do you have a time management system that you follow? Probably not. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> All right. A lot of people really don't have a time management system. Um, and that was, I was trying to set you up as a trick, but you blew my trick there. Um, <laughs> you don't manage time. Right. It's yeah. not actually possible to manage time. Time is a finite resource. You manage what you put into your time. Exactly. So thank you for screwing up my joke, but, you know, <laughs> that was a good one. I'm really glad that you caught that. <laughs> so how do you ensure that you get things done during the day? What's some of your tips and tricks on how so, you make sure? Uh, so I try to set out my goals for the day, right? Like, I know I need to make X amount of phone calls for sales. Yeah. I know that I need to at least write one piece of content. Yeah. I know that I need to do 10 pieces or 10 touches on social media a day. I mean, I, I set so, out my goals. So why are those your goals? Because those are things that correlate with getting business and so what you're saying is you should do the things that actually move you closer to the result you want? Yeah, yeah. I mean, huh. I can sit and watch Netflix, but I doubt it would equate to revenue. Right. <laughs> That's so fascinating. That's exactly what I would have thought as well. But I can tell you when I first went into business, that wasn't what I did. Right. It took me a while to figure out that... I needed to measure whether or not things were working. And I kind of had the lesson before I owned my own business. I worked for a not-for-profit back in 1995. And I had this guy that would come in and he's like, I have the greatest idea that the world has ever seen. That was my best like hype voice I could do. It's pretty good. And he would get me all hyped up and I would go work in a frenzy trying to produce this. And guess who never showed up when it was time to implement that guy. That guy. That's exactly right. He's not there. I'm working like crazy. The whole thing just falls because I didn't have time in the first place. 
And then I, I can only imagine that he came back and was like, hey, did you, did you get that done? That's exactly right. Yeah. He was not planning on helping. He was dumping ideas. And then I'd be like, no, I didn't. You know, I'm, I'm trying so hard. And I kept stacking more and more stuff on there. And it wasn't just him. His name was Alan, by the way. It was another person and then another person and then another person. And I'm running around like a chicken with my head cut off trying to do everything for everyone. And I wasn't getting the things done that mattered most. And I had this guy, really wise guy. He sat me down. He ran a lawn care business. And he said, you know, I'm watching how busy you are. Doesn't look like you're getting the grass cut, though. <laughs> and I went, I get it. Yeah. And his point was, it looked like I was running around pushing the riding mower without it being turned on. Yeah. There's no blade in the mower at all. It. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm literally pushing a mower around. And that was kind of how he correlated or the parable that he told me. And so when I, I really looked at what I was doing, I went, oh, man, you're right. The next time this guy comes in, Alan, he's like, I have the greatest idea ever. I went, that is fantastic. Why don't you get a committee together, organize who the volunteers are going to be, and map out what the process is going to be. Let me know when the first meeting is. I'll be there. He never came back in. Of course. Yeah. I, we I, are so distracted. And I think there's... Tons of examples that you can use like that. I mean, I can remember running an operating room and, and having a, a charge nurse. And she would run around, run into everybody's room and set up mm -hmm. their rooms for them or, or go in and do the surgery for them and all that kind of stuff. And I'd be the one who's having to coordinate the schedule and all that. And I'm like, time out, time out. <laughs> Let me explain something. My role as the director is to see the future vision of this department your role as the charge nurse is to implement the daily schedule. And I do mean implement, not do, implement. So it, it's, it's amazing to me, like, how often people think just because they're busy. They're productive. They're productive. So, okay, you, you pointed out something really good there. When you understand your role, you focus on the things that relate to the role. When you don't understand your role, you focus on everything coming your way. Yeah, I mean, it's... Um, I can't remember the theory, but it's like, um, you know, you go back to what you know. So yeah. she didn't understand her role. So she went back to what she knew and what she knew was to be an operating room nurse. Yeah. Well, so, we do stay in our comfort zones typically. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Well, I would say when you're looking at personal productivity systems, number one, what you said, you've got to know your role, know what your responsibilities are, not... Just going back to your comfort zone, but staying focused on what your responsibilities are. Number two, as a leader, you're helping to ensure that other people understand what's expected of them. Until you explained what was expected, there's a pretty good chance she just didn't know. Right, right. You have to explain what your expectations are. And it's what do you expect, when do you want it, by, and how will you measure it? So if you do that... Here's what I'm looking for. Here's when I need it by. Here's how you'll know if you did it right. Makes it a whole lot easier for people. Absolutely. But then you go into what's called the Pareto principle or the 80-20 rule. When you look at the 20% of the things that produce 80% of your results, those come first. What you were talking about on creating content, doing your outreach, those kinds of things, that's what builds revenue. Right. That's the 20% that matters most. 
all the other stuff that you can do, forwarding funny emails and whatever random things you spend your time on, those come after. It's not that you don't do some of the other stuff. It's just if you don't do the 80% that only produces 20% of your results, so what? But if you don't do the 20% that produces 80% of your results, forget about it. Very big deal. <laughs> yeah. A lot of what I see as personal productivity is learning what not to allow into your day. So, it, well, and I think the thing about this concept, though, is people need to understand that time is irrelevant to all of this. Right. You know, the, the okay, I get up at X, I start whatever task at X. That's all irrelevant. Yeah. To what it is that you're doing. Productivity is really about what you're accomplishing throughout the day. Yeah. That's exactly right. And if you just think about it from the perspective of outcomes, then you allocate your day correctly. We figured out when I was first in business that when we were cold calling to businesses, so many people are on their cell phones and not on a business phone now, but we were cold calling to businesses, the gatekeeper wasn't there before 8 a.m. and they weren't there after 5 p.m. Right. But guess who was there? Probably the CEOs or executive the decision leadership. makers. Yeah. Yes. So we would make phone calls from seven to eight in the morning and from five to six in the evening because they were still working. Right. And there was nobody protecting them from being called by us. I know that a lot of people hate cold calling. I totally get that. I have found that in today's society, because of all the stupid robocalls, it really is probably better not to make cold calling your primary way to, to build business. The reason we do podcasting is because we are creating a funnel where we provide value and then other people call us when they have a need. And you, people that are listening to this podcast, if they go, man, my people are horrible at managing their time and getting things done, they're going to think, I should call Jody and Brett. They can fix this problem for me. So we do the things today that fit with today's society. Correct. That means we also let go of the things from 21 years ago when I started doing this that no longer get me the outcome. Always measure is what I'm doing moving me towards my outcomes. The answer is no, do something different. Well, and, and I just want to make sure people understand this concept is, it's not new as far as like when it's been brought about, but there's still a lot of old time thinking that, you have to be at work at a certain time doing these certain tasks. And in some industries, I'm sure it's very applicable. Yeah. But I look at some of the industries that have absolutely flourished when they've taken restrictions off. Oh, yeah. I mean, you've got Google that doesn't really manage time that much. But, and they offer, you know, all kinds of variations of what you can do throughout the day to keep yourself back on task or to regroup yourself They're really flexible yeah it's like okay here's your task here's your timeline to get it done we'll look at it once that timeline well up. And i've always said if you can accomplish everything i need you to accomplish in three hours a day great right if it takes you 10 hours a day great i just want you to get the outcome as an employer that's all any employer wants is achieve the outcome to your point, the ones that are running people off are the ones that are going, no, 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 no. We start at eight, we end at five, we will do exactly what I say to do. And they do it to people that are already top performers. Uh, Seth Godin had a book, um, I'm hoping I'm not butchering the title here, but Sacred Cows Make the Best Hamburgers. 
And in the book, he talks about this sales guy that was like five to one better than any other sales guy in his industry. Company gets bought. They bring in new ownership. This guy took a nap sometimes in the middle of the day. Sometimes he showed up at seven. Sometimes he showed up at 11. He was all over the place. And it was kind of a former military guy. And I love the military, but it was very regimented yeah. with the new owner. And so he said, no, 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 no. You will be here at this time. You will not take naps. You will do this. Your productivity will go up because we will manage how you do your job. No way. And they forgot that he was already getting the outcomes that they wanted and more. Within 30 days, he quit. And he went to a competitor and they said, do your thing however you want. If you get us five times the sales of anybody else, I don't care if you walk around in shorts and a tank top. Right. Get us the result. So... In your personal productivity system, number one, it will be personal. It will be based on you and your personality, the way things work. Number two, it will be based on the role that you're in. Number three, it will be based on what actually produces your outcomes. Number four, it's going to be measured all the time because the world is changing. And if you don't change with the world, then what you did even a year ago might not work today. That's why we are so heavily invested in providing great content and great value is because that's what draws people to us. We will be top of mind when somebody's ready to hire. We just may not be calling them at 5.30 in the evening anymore trying to get around the gatekeeper to set up an appointment. Yeah. I mean, we're sitting here talking about this, and all I can think about is the correlation back to OPP, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, when you're setting up your personal productivity plan, I hope you're setting up in a way that you're following an OPP plan, which is outcome, purpose, and plan. Yeah. And if you do it that way, you're always going to be on track. But do not get sucked into the vortex of the priority management or the Covey time management system where everything has to be done the same by every other person because you'll find that the vast majority is just selling calendars that most people are never going to use. Time is irrelevant. Time is irrelevant. Priorities and productivity matter greatly. So I hope you guys have enjoyed this. If you have, please give us a, a comment, share this, give us a rating. Love to give you a shout out on the air. We want you to give us some ideas. What is it that would benefit you the greatest on creating the right psychology and the right systems of success? We are here for you. I'm Jody Holland. Brett Beitlich. We'll see you on the next episode of the Psyche of Success. Thank you for listening to the Psyche of Success. Give us a five-star rating. Subscribe. Share with your friends. Take out billboards about how much you love us if you want. But just make sure to apply the lessons learned and live fully into your potential. We'll see you next week for another episode of the Psyche of Success.